This is this is this is not part of it. You are not part of this, bro. You are not part. You can't be mad at my hand gestures while I'm recording my podcast. Like, <sighs> audience, I'm gonna keep this in there because I hope you all have a laugh. Uh, it's fr- It's it's Sunday evening uh, or afternoon, and we're we're doing this. This is a question of this interview. And I know I told you way back when I was introducing season two, I mentioned that most of the questions will be true or false or multiple choice, but some will be filling the blank once we get to know each other more and warmed up to each other, right? Or warmed up to the idea of the questions. Okay, I think we're a little warmed up now because I have this filling the blank or short answer question that I will give you and I hope you get the answer. Let me know on the diverse social medias what you think of it. If you like it, if you don't, if you want me to stick with the false, true or false uh, questions or the multiple choice questions because you feel like this is doing the most, let me know. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Here's a question. What's the difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist? What is the difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist? The answer will be at the end. Enjoy. Hey y'all, I hope you're well. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare Boulevard. This is a podcast where we shine more light on healthcare. And our goal here is to provide more options to people looking to choose healthcare as a career path, regardless of their background. My name is Sena Kapomo and I am your host and creator here. I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your support. Remember, you can tune in on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. We are back with another episode, another interview, and I'm here today with Danielle. She is a nutritionist, and uh, let me have her in and we'll get right into it. Danielle, good morning. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am well, thank you. As per usual, we are early, and so let's let's dive into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I've been a dietitian for the past four years, doing everything from cooking demos and corporate wellness, long-term care, to outpatient and inpatient nutrition counseling. And I got in got into nutrition when I was in high school, and as I grew in the path to become a dietitian. Um, I thought dietetics was about preaching weight loss, like that's all we did, but kind of learned that health is so much more than that. So now I practice from a non-diet health at every size approach. Mm. And then I've also been running since 2012 and I'm a total running nerd. So I became a certified running coach so I could combine love for nutrition, love for running together to help clients reach their goals. That is actually the first time I've ever heard running coach Mm -hmm. (laughs) it makes sense because like so are are you then working with people who want to run a marathon type of thing training for a marathon is that what you're working with or what are some some of the goals that you're helping people with as a running coach let's start there yeah so my target population is people who are new to the sport who want to learn more about running and then people who want to explore distance running. So like the half marathon, marathon distance, just because I want to get them to the start line and the finish line safely. 
And so not building up mileage too, too soon or not fueling properly. So I just want to help guide them as safely and as possible and like make it as fun as possible. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you do that from a, I, I get doing that from a personal training point of view. How do you do that from a nutritionist point of view? And do you work with a personal trainer or do you do both in, do you have a training in robust training of how to, you know, help with running? Yeah. So as far as like the strength and cross training side of things to keep the body strong, um, I'll refer them out to a personal trainer or even physical therapist if needed. Um, but I can help them design mileage around their schedules. Mm-hmm. So when to fit in the long runs, when to fit in like the tempo runs, and then just make sure that they have that guidance. And if something comes up, they can't make it to that run, adjusting their schedule so that they're still getting the bulk of it in. One missed run isn't going to ruin anything. Right, right. Okay. So tell me, how did you get into, I know you told us a high school, but what was the event around you deciding to become a nutritionist? Yeah, so back in high school, um, my brother and I started learning about nutrition around the same time. And so we would talk about it a lot. And once I learned that I could make a career out of talking about food all day, I was like, yeah, this makes complete sense. (laughs) And I just really like how food is, it connects people. And so Mm -hmm. when I get to talk to people about it and see like the passion that they bring into the conversations, like that's one of my favorite parts. I love it. I love it. Now, as far as you, you do run an LLC, how did you get started with that? And what was the the reason and passion behind that? So before I started that, uh, well, I started it while I was working at a hospital. Um, At the hospital, it was a lot of inpatient nutrition, working with oncology patients. And I really liked that population because nutrition was so important, but didn't really get to follow up with patients long-term and then pandemic fatigue and then the very evident weight stigma that's present in healthcare kind Mm -hmm. of made things difficult so pandemic taught me like the idea for private practice was always in the back of my mind so Mm -hmm. decided why wait any longer Mm -hmm. um so my husband and I started researching it and learned that it is a lot of paperwork but it's not as stressful as it seems Mm -hmm. interesting now what are the popular I guess demographics of clients or patients you work with in your private practice versus the hospital. I mean, you mentioned a little bit about the hospital, but I'm trying to get an idea of who all your clients in your private practice. Yeah, so of course I welcome people who want to learn just about general nutrition. Like I'm happy to talk about it all day. Um, But as far as like the people who I really enjoy working with is people who have like, tried diets many times in the past, like they're broken down with like their body image, they're just not happy. So I wanna help people realize that like your weight is not the definition of your health. There's so Mm -hmm. many other things that we can talk about. It could be like running a marathon or spending time with your kids, like hanging out with them, running around, doing things Mm -hmm. that you enjoy, cooking foods that you enjoy. And so, so that, and then of course the runners. Right. Right. So when you are working with with clients, 
then in the hospital, what are other people, what are other healthcare professionals who are in your, in your setting or in your team, I should say? So that when I was there, it was part of like the multidisciplinary team. Mm-hmm. So pharmacists, um, doctors, nurses, speech therapists. And that was very valuable just because like nurses spend a lot more time with the patients than I did. Right. So a patient might tell me one thing, but then I'd get like the the inside scoop from the nurse instead. Yeah. So having that communication and being able to share concerns with the doctors and have the doctors take that into account was very valuable. Yeah, it's it's definitely funny that you say that. One of it, it seemed to be across the board where in sometimes patients would tell one thing to say the intake nurse but then go to the md or the pa or, or whoever the provider is and sometimes it's totally different sometimes it's the same thing it just gives you more information and you just gotta be able to and it makes it so that if you are like in my situation for example you know when i have an ma or nurse doing the the, the first two or three step of my soap note before the patient mm-hmm. even gets to me i can't just take it from there and move on i have to confirm <laughs> What yep. was on the HPI and what was in the OS? Because otherwise, sometimes it's like, wait, hold on, what? Let, let's let's dive in. Let's get keeps straight. you on your toes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it does. It does. So it's funny to see that it's across the board. You right? Oh yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. Now, what are some of your challenges you faced about in being a nutritionist? Yeah, I think it's tough because like. As a dietitian, I practice medical nutrition therapy, which is a legally protected entity. Um, but I feel like sometimes I'm constantly having to like defend myself or prove myself against people who don't necessarily have like the appropriate cred- credentials to be giving nutrition advice. Um, usually, people who are like self-proclaimed nutritionists. Mm-hmm. And so, you mean the influencers? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> but it kind of scares me that like a lot of people don't know the difference between like a dietitian and a nutritionist and so those people can be going to somebody who doesn't have the background or appropriate credentials and that could lead to eventually like disordered eating or like potentially dangerous like drug or food nutrient interactions like if things Mm -hmm. aren't planned out or supervised yeah so it's concerning at times. <laughs> yeah. Now, what are the differences, if any, between a nutritionist and a dietitian? That's a good question. So for a dietitian, we have to have a bachelor's degree. And starting in like two more years, it's going to be required to have a master's. Mm. After that, we do a 1,200-hour internship with different rotations. After that, we take an exam. After that... <laughs> We have to do continuing educations um, for so many every five years. And some states require a license, some states don't. Okay. Whereas a nutritionist can do anything from taking like an online course to just calling themselves a nutritionist. It's not, okay. not legally protected. Gotcha. So that's the main difference. Okay. Because so, I have seen that and I had a I had a nutritionist on yesterday that I was sort of asking that in terms of what are then the difference between 
those of you who got a bachelor's degree and did the education and got a certification, I mean, it takes it took you at least four years to get to where you are, right? Mm -hmm. Versus, and I've seen it, and I've almost got it myself just because I really do enjoy nutrition. And in those certificates that you can get online, whether it's nutrition or personal training, and it's like a maybe a couple months or what have you. Yeah. Not to not to you know downplay that, but I, I, I was trying to figure it out there must be a difference in play in terms of practicing and yeah. credentialing and ability and how in-depth you can go in helping people with their nutrition four years mm -hmm. versus maybe four months. You know, those it just it can be on the same page. <laughs> Yeah, and I definitely appreciate the passion that nutritionists bring. I love that people enjoy the food aspect, but like as far as hospitals and like mm -hmm. larger organizations, they're 99% of the time going to be looking for dietitians over right. nutritionists. Gotcha. Okay, that's good to know. What are some leadership and and uh, and why am I why am I losing? It's right in front of me. What are some leadership and growth opportunities as a dietitian or nutritionist? Yeah. So as a small business owner, I mm -hmm. love that there's so many different paths that it can go. Um, and so for this upcoming year, I'm looking forward to sponsoring my first road race, getting my name out there. Um, okay. And I think that's really important. Um, just being in the community because like the more often that I show up and the more people know who I am the more that I can get the message out that dietitians are the the go-to nutrition people mm -hmm. um, and then I'd also like to kind of learn how to leverage my social media a little bit better and as far as leadership um, for the dietetic internship we have preceptors who kind of lead our rotations and teach us for a couple weeks at a time mm -hmm. so I'd love to become a preceptor in the next year or so, just so I can share my knowledge and keep the nutrition interest alive. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Now, what are some, what, how is work-life balance for you? Yeah, so working <laughs> at the hospital during a pandemic definitely yeah. taught me that my mental health and family time are two of the things that I value a lot. Mm -hmm. And so being my own boss has allowed me to set my own schedule and I can take a mental health day if I need to. And then I'm also able to take on projects that energize me instead of something that I'm dreading and going to put off for days and days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's been a good balance. Yeah, that's fair. How was the pandemic how did that affect you as, as a dietitian? <laughs> um a roller coaster of emotions for sure <laughs> between like those first several weeks when it first started like just the terror of mm -hmm. an uncertainty to like a couple months later like oh yeah this is fine like I've gone this far without getting COVID <laughs> to then just the burnout like patients and their conspiracy theories and people not taking it seriously so it, it has changed me some ways for the better, some, some ways for not. <laughs> but I feel yeah. like I, that could be said for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, it was a tough time, right? Uh, and we're still riding the ride a little bit. But mm -hmm. at a point where we're like, all right, you've been around for two years. <laughs> we, we know what we're you're not, about. <laughs> yeah, we're not quite as scared anymore. 
exactly exactly but yeah don't don't we love the conspiracy theories don't we love yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> at least it gives us a laugh exactly exactly if nothing else <laughs> look at the positive side <laughs> okay now what do you do for fun so they they say like the state of flow when things just time passes forever mm -hmm. and you start something at noon next thing you know it's four o'clock the only thing that I've ever noticed to get me into that state has been playing guitar. Um, I played since I was like 10 years old okay. and I'm not, I'm not great at it at all. I don't play for other people, but I love learning new songs or working on like chords that I have tried to master for a long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, other than that, um, I'm a big music fan. So anytime I can go to concerts, I will right. say concerts right. since the pandemic, slightly less enjoyable, <laughs> much more aware of my surroundings. <laughs> yes, you're more like, oh no, there are faces around me. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. And yeah, singing with yeah. a mask on, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not the same. It's not. <laughs> mm -mm. But yeah, I spend a lot of my weekends doing road races. And mm -hmm. I also like traveling and exploring new places through food. Mm -hmm. mm, food is amazing. I love that. That's one of my oh, yeah. favorite thing about traveling is food and the culture. I'm like, okay, what mm -hmm. do you eat? Let me eat some authentic wherever I'm at. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's always different and new and different mixture of spices. Oh, love it. Mm -hmm. I plan my trips um, around food the best. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. Now, as leading to our last question, what would you? What do you do to keep your knowledge up to date? I really liked going to conferences, but of course those are few and far between these days. Mm -hmm. So in the meantime, I've been doing a lot of like webinars and continuing educations and they've been focusing on um, like eating disorders. So I could learn more about that. And of course um, it's become more popular lately, but how health and nutrition are related to social justice issues. That's mm -hmm. been a really good learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's real. And lastly, what are some advice you may want to give to somebody wanting to be a dietitian? That is a great question. Um, for people who are either starting their dietetic internship or starting like their first jobs, um, I know that it can feel like it, but nine times out of 10, there is no such thing as a nutrition emergency. So I know it can feel very overwhelming in the moment. Like you got to get it done, like stat. And while it is important to be punctual, um, mm -hmm. no nutrition emergencies. So remembering that, just a reminder to slow down and breathe. It's all gonna be okay. It's all gonna be okay. I love that. I love that. I I really wish I could I can say that for my field. Be like, there's no. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? <laughs> I I sort of called myself out of that by not working in the ER. That was one thing I was like, I can't do the ER. It's just mm -hmm. it's not my style. It's not, you know what I mean? And yeah. I really appreciate those who do it because then I don't feel like I have to. <laughs> exactly. See, we all have our different strengths. We do, exactly. <laughs> we do. And Danielle, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining and shedding more Thank light you. on your uh, on your profession and what you do now where can people find you and your llc yeah so my website is southernnutrition.org 
And then my Instagram is traveling underscore nutrition. Um, if you search Southern Nutrition, it will also show up. All right, I got you. And I will put all of those on there. And of course, when I share the episode, you guys will be able to reach out to her. If you need something about nutrition, I'm sure she'll be ready to talk to you all about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. Of course, you have a beautiful rest of your Sunday. You too. All right, thank you. Bye. All right, here for the answer. So I like this phrase. I feel like it puts it very, put it very simply. It says, every dietitian is a nutritionist, but not every nutritionist is a dietitian. So as you may have heard, uh, not may have, but if you did listen to the episode, you heard Daniel, Daniel mention it. And that is that dietitian is more so used for People who went to school, got their bachelor's degree, passed their certification exam, and are practicing as at least in bachelor's degree level, right? They spend at least four years studying and uh, getting ready to train people on the diet and such. Now, nutritionists are more so, the term is more so loose in terms of they are not necessarily dietitians, right? Nutritionists can be dietitians if they went ahead and get their bachelor's in uh, diet. I don't want to say diet. <laughs> if they went ahead and got their bachelor's in nutritionist, oh, in nutrition or dietitian, <laughs> we just have forget about it. You got the point. If they got the bachelor's, right? So nutritionist is more so used to to direct or, or, or designate somebody who perhaps got a certificate and we do have a lot of different options to get more knowledge about nutrition and, and so forth. Or in that program, programs like that are usually less than four years for sure, you know, likely usually less than a year to be honest. And so the two can be used intertwined. Inter oh my gosh, I can't speak. Also what I'm inter... inter Okay, the, the two terms can be intertwined, but they are not. Interchange, thank you. The two terms can be used interchangeably, but they are not necessarily the same. So a dietitian is more so, quote-unquote, if I had to use a word to simplify, will be more higher ranked because they spend more time getting their education, the four years versus a nutritionist more so, will be somebody who is more knowledgeable about nutrition but didn't necessarily go through the whole going to school and do a bachelor's degree specifically in nutrition. So I hope that helped. Uh, that This was a lot of talking, but yeah, y'all have a beautiful day. Again, thank you for the subscriptions, likes, sharing, and, and uh, all the love you give to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're a real estate person or would like to learn more about real estate, I would like to see somebody's journey through real estate <laughs> and the lessons learned as they are learning it themselves. Uh, go ahead and check out Mo's Real Estate. I I think you'll enjoy. And if you're somebody who, who are into real estate and want to interact with somebody who is in real estate, like my husband, go ahead and check it out. And I'm sure if you give him a shout out, he will love to uh, connect with you. He's a big networking person. <laughs> he's networking from sun up to sundown so yeah alrighty y'all take care I hope you have a beautiful Sunday or whatever day you listen to this 
practice. Alright, that's all I have for you today. Thank you again for joining me. I appreciate you. Please subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And uh, stay blessed. Bye.